friends, what you're about to listen to is an improvised comedy podcast, so none of this is medical advice. If you want medical advice or medical care, contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. He's buff, he's tough, and he knows his stuff. Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to Jock Doc, where we discuss fitness and health and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. London To our dismay, we have received some complaints from our listeners about how I need to stop using uh, complicated medical terms like ankle and heartbeat. So I will try to refrain from such difficult terminology in the future so that all of our listeners can keep learning from the knowledge we try to share here at Jock Doc. Here to help me with that is our producer, Cameron. And I do have a note already, Dr. London. Okay. I, I, I don't think people have an issue with you saying the word heartbeat, but if you could just make the sound after you say it so people have an understanding of what you're even trying to talk about. I feel okay. like that would be a lot more helpful. I think that's the big issue. I think if you just say, oh, heartbeat. Oh, he's got a heartbeat. I've got a heartbeat. Who doesn't have a heartbeat? That's where people get confusing. So but if say, you say, oh, he has a heartbeat. Don't, 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 don't. Okay. Well, I have a heartbeat. Boom, 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 boom. All right. So the, uh, the way we're taught is it's lub-dub is sort of the sound of it. That's a nice bass track. But it's more of a lub-dub, lub-dub, lub-dub. And then there are different heart sounds for if you have uh, different pathologies going on. But okay, well, thank you for the note. Uh, I don't know if I'll necessarily remember to stop every time I say heartbeat lub dub. Mine makes more like a crunchy sound. Does that make sense? It, if you have like if a normal heartbeat is, boom, 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 which boom, it is boom, not. Boom, boom, boom. Mine is more like. Well, that's. <clears throat> That's something worth checking. When you say your heartbeat, are you listening to it with a stethoscope or? I don't know what that is. What? I think well, we've discussed is? before that I have no idea what that is. Oh, what a stethoscope is, right. And okay. no one's told me. Oh. Well, so that's what a heartbeat should sound like. Okay. Well, in any case. And uh, that's where you know life starts. Okay, well, here to help me with introducing these topics is uh, Cameron. So while I remain uh, sometimes too mentally entrenched in science and medicine, Cameron remains informed about everyday matters and uh, what most people want to hear. So you can expect him to pop in on rare occasion to gently offer a guiding hand as he increases the, uh, the podcast's appeal. Also with us today is Digidun the House. And Cameron tells me that we may have another guest on the show a little later. We sure do. All right, so we have that to look forward to as well. So I would like to briefly address some listener feedback. Quote, These leak. Now my third bag has leaked while defrosting. End quote. Uh, So before I address the question itself, I would like to say thank you so much for your input. Uh, Hearing back from our listeners is what makes all of us at Jock Doc enjoy what we do. So in answer to that note, I do not believe that we have... Uh, been selling any bags of any kind 
Much less Cameron. Uh, I mean, we definitely have. Well, you say we yeah. what? Jock Dog, the podcast. We sold a lot of bags. And do they leak? And I, I don't know. I didn't try them out. What? What? Don't are they get for? high on your own supply. You know? What? What reason? Why do we have these bags? What are they? I assume people want to carry stuff around with them. I'm sure you could put your keys in there. Or maybe you could put water in Is there, it like a like a shopping bag. I mean, it's just kind of a bag. Okay, because they also said that now their third bag has leaked while defrosting. What? Uh, I did. I did say if you you could put it in the. It's one of those things where you can stick in the freezer and you can it can get cold, or you can stick it in the microwave and it gets hot. But. Uh, what to what purpose would that that's for them to decide anyone can use the bags for any purpose they want that's that's what makes these bags better than most bags and we've been selling these yeah okay so i guess an answer to that note uh i i am sorry and i guess address your complaints to cameron and uh he will hopefully remedy this this bag leakage problem yeah, uh, I've just been give, giving people your debit card when they have a complaint like you this. Can, you can't. And they keep... can just use that. I, well, I tell them, you know, if they bought three bags, that's. How much like, are we charging? Yeah. I mean, that's about $1,200 for the three bags. What? So 400 bucks a piece. So I'd say, okay, here's London's, Dr. London's debit card. Only use it for the amount that you spent. Which, on a number of levels, I'm not okay with that. The, the biggest one in my mind being, of course, that you're using my card without my permission. Hey, man, stop giving me your debit card. Yeah, I keep not. We've been, this is the seventh or eighth time I've handed out your debit card, and you say, no, no, no. Yeah. And then I keep doing it. I don't see okay. the issue. Okay, well, in any case, to, to, to that listener, um, we wish you well with those bags. And we look forward to hearing from you again in the future. Although hopefully you will not be given my personal uh, debit card. Um, <clears throat> anyway, now for a tale from the psych ward. Uh, this one is actually... Psych! Yeah, well, this one's actually kind of sad. Here's so, a tale from the psych ward. Psych! Right, right. So so bear with me for a second. It's, it's a little more sad. Okay. Um, it's a... Um, we had a young African-American male patient psych. in the psych ward. Okay, well, it's... No, this is... This happened. Uh, so he was unfortunately um, blind, deaf... Uh, sorry, blind, deaf, and mentally disabled. He had been prescribed antipsychotic medication, but um, on examination by our staff, he was actually not found to have any psychological issues. Psych! Uh, because of that previous misdiagnosis, he was being treated for problems that he did not have... Uh, and he was not being treated for the the very real needs that he did have. Uh, so anyway. it kind of sounds like the 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 problems they thought he had were going psych. Yeah, I I guess you could put it that way. In any case, it it's a, some sometimes a very sad part of medicine, but that's why we train doctors to uh to watch out for these kind of issues. And so hopefully uh hopefully we'll all be improving as we go. Now, is the ward of the psych an unelected position, or is that something that you're promoted into? Okay, so 
So the word ward has multiple meanings. So in this case, ward is a section of a hospital or a clinic, uh, and it's where they keep a certain um, demographic. So in this case, the psych ward is the psych. psych. Yeah, so it's a psychiatric. People with psychiatric illnesses are sectioned off into this area. Uh, that's for ease of um, one type of doctor. A psychiatrist would go to that area to to do their work. Does that make sense? So it's an elected position. No, uh, it's it's a it's portion a of a hospital. Position. Yeah, it's in the hospital. Uh, well, okay. Well, so we'll just move on from there. Okay, I'm gonna be the psych ward one day. Ooh, I'm gonna. All right, well, Cameron, did you say that you had a new uh, like feature segment that you were excited about? Yes, or? really, really excited. I okay. think this will be uh, really, really educational and, and help the listeners. Yeah, okay. I thought we could kind of make it into a little bit of a game, which might be fun. Okay. I, I, I'm going to list some symptoms that a hypothetical patient might have. Sure. So a patient walks into your office. They say, Dr. London, Dr. London. Okay, yeah, that sounds like them. And then they have... These symptoms, and then you can diagnose them. I think. Okay. Yeah, I that, thought that would be like pretty t- cool. Yeah, a lot of the test questions that I had. In yeah. The past, yeah, were like that. Absolutely. So, patient walks in. Okay. He's six foot seven, but that's irrelevant. Okay. Uh, so he comes in. He says he has feeling of pain and tightness in his chest, and his left arm has becoming numb, and that started while he was exercising. What do you think is wrong with him? Okay, well, so the first thing we'd want to rule out is a heart attack, uh, okay. myocardial infarction. Um, so that's that, like that's the biggest diagnosis that you're potentially thinking. How how old was this patient? Did you say? Uh, impossible to know. Okay, and he's six. You, he's seven. one of those people you can't tell their age, and you're too embarrassed to ask. Okay, okay. So if it was an older patient, then you'd definitely be thinking like. Uh, heart attack kind of things, myocardial infarction. If they're younger, uh, you might also be thinking uh, variant or Prince metal angina, mm-hmm. um, all that sort of thing. Does that does that answer your question? I mean, those are the first things that I think of. There are more. Uh, let me potential. see. Is that the right answer? Nope. Okay. Wrong. Okay. <clears throat> all right. Well, what what does this hypothetical patient have well okay so the numbness in his arm is because he was at the zoo earlier in the day uh, and so he was eating like a nutter butter you know those yeah yeah things and he had dropped it in the monkey cages so he'd stuck his arm in there and he was trying to reach for the nutter butter i think it cut off some circulation i think a monkey was probably pulling on his arm too okay so and then the tightness in his chest that was just because he was running so fast because the monkeys were chasing him Okay, so it's like like having a stitch after run like you're just Yeah. So he so he went to the zoo, got his arm stuck and cut off circulation because he had a nutter butter uh-huh. that he was offering the monkeys and that okay. So this is one of those things where like in medicine usually we think of like that would be part of the history that you would give in the question hmm. normally. Okay. So you're saying you're not smart enough to figure this out without more information. That's interesting. Well, okay. And I, I also, this just sounds very specific, like like a weird hypothetical. Very uh, specific. Oh, is is not every patient 
a specific case. You sure. see, you see every person who comes in as just some sort of blob that mixes up with every other patient. Uh, no, no. How of about you see them to... as real people, Doctor London? How does yeah. that sound? And we uh, does that sound crazy to you? No, no. We do, we do try to consider them in that way. All right. Well, and so yeah, he was running really hard. So his his heart was was beating really fast. His shirt was way too tight. It was a really old shirt. It was a Bowling for Soup shirt that he had gotten in 2002 on their tour. Their, like, 1985 tour. Okay. So, caused tightness in his chest. Right. Okay, well, that... I... But he did get the Nutter Butter back. Uh, well, well, g- good for him. Okay, are we ready? Are, can we move on to the next one? Oh, you have more. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, okay, a patient comes in. And he's having seemingly random episodes of headaches, palpitations, sweating. Uh, you you test his blood pressure; it seems pretty high. What do okay. you think it might be? Okay. Uh, if it's random episodes of headaches and things, um, and that palpitations, then you're starting to think uh, potentially it's rare, but phaochromocytoma, which is um, it's a rare catecholamine secreting tumor. Uh, so that's like like adrenaline, that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, it secretes that, uh, and it's sort of at random episodes, just just kind of gives you a big boost of ener- of uh, adrenaline. Um, okay, and so that's uh, so, and that's uh, for our listeners who that's are pretty curious. interesting. Yeah, it's associated with von Hippel-Lindau syndrome, um, multiple endocrine neoplasia type two, and uh, with hmm. neurofibromatosis type one. Um, and that's pretty interesting for being completely wrong, having no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Well, okay. Well, what was um, what was wrong with this patient? Well, the headache was because when he had stuck his arm in the monkey cage, the monkey had grabbed his arm, oh, slammed it against the cage. Wait, sorry. This so his is the head same, was bashed against the bar. This is the same patient. And so obviously, when he's running away from the monkey, he's real stressed and he's scared. That's where the sweating comes in. And the high blood pressure, it's just the stress of the situation. Well, it doesn't sound random either. It sounds like you said. I think with the inconsistencies in the time of day that it happens, it has to be random. Okay. And did you say that you know this person? Because this doesn't sound. This is a quiz. But it's the same guy who who had. I already told you he dropped his nutter butter in the monkey cage. So it makes sense that his headache would be that the monkey is grabbing his arm, slamming it against the cage. Sure. Yeah. No, I, I'm i not doubting that, that those symptoms could be caused by that. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, all right. Well, we can go ahead and, uh, I guess, move on from there. Okay. Today's topic is the stomach, also known as the belly or uh, when I was little, the, the tum-tum. So sometimes people refer to their entire abdominal contents. That's embarrassing. You called your stomach the tum-tum? Denied. Uh, Yeah, I think I did a few times. Are you sure that you want to be saying that on mic right now? You called it the tum-tum? Yeah, or the the, the tumbly. Yeah, but I mean now, of course, I refer to it as the stomach. Tum-tums are chalky candy. Wait, you mean tums? Not your stomach. Dr. London's been calling. DJ Dylan, can you believe this? <laughs> it's good to hear DJ Dylan laugh, you know? He plays all these sound effects. It's good to hear him, like, <laughs> good to hear him really laugh. Tum-tum. Dum-dum. 
Oh, this is London's harpy. Tom Tom. Tom Tom. Tom Tom. Okay. So the stomach is actually just the first big stop in digestion after you swallow your food and uh, fluids. So what might sound crazy about the stomach is that it is literally filled with a substance known as, known as hydrochloric acid. Now, I do, just a note, I do think that calling it tum-tum does make you more relatable. So I do think you should say that for the rest of this reading instead of stomach or belly. So, okay, so the, the, the tum-tum is filled with hydrochloric acid. <laughs> Uh, so it's could it's, we, kind of, it's like a science experiment. Acid, could we maybe come up with maybe a more fun way to say that? Just acid in your stomach. Uh, um, being hydros water chloric is chlorine. Acids acid. So acid just say is that. acid. Okay, okay, go ahead. Okay, so your tum tum mm-hmm. is filled with acid so it's like a science experiment in your belly and it helps to break down food and it also kills viruses and bacteria and so that can help you uh to keep from getting sick swing low sweet mercedes Benz. hello is this you've got to stop this you've got to stop this podcast Wait. do you understand what you're doing here i'm sorry is this Cameron, is this a guest? Yes. Well, this is, that's a little bit unusual. Uh, Deborah Morgan, Christian scientist, and I really need you to hear me out right now. We've been outside with the shofar. We've been praying. We've been crying out that you would hear us. You would finally hear us. Me and Cameron have been standing outside. Wait, Cameron, you've been outside protesting with them? Uh, yeah, for sure. Well, you know that you, you don't, you can just ask me. It's, it's not hard to reach me. Oh, I'm going to ask you a question and, and get uh, some sort of condescending response about how I can't talk no good? And usually, no. I, unless you... Usually every single time. Well, if you don't... Because often whenever you talk to me, for whatever reason, you are putting food into your mouth at the time. So it's not condescending. I just can't understand you usually. Well, and you can't let our guests speak either, apparently. I'm, I'm Seems sorry. like there's a lot of things you can't do, Dr. London. Amazing how sweet the sound are you understanding me, well, young man? Yeah, young man, are you understanding me? Yeah. What um, you're doing is wrong, don't you understand? Which part you are it? trying to promote the devil. You're trying to promote so. demons. You're trying I, to promote Satan. Every time you give anybody a flu shot, any time no. you take anybody's blood pressure, don't you understand that any time you do the Heimlich maneuver, you are summoning the devil himself? I don't, don't you understand? You just have to cry out. You just have to cry out. That's all you gotta do. Don't you understand, young man? You just have to cry out. If you're choking, you just have to say, Lord, help me, Lord. If you're choking, you just say, Lord, help me. And whatever it is will just fly right out. Don't you understand? Don't you have faith, young man? I, 
Well, it's not so much a lack of faith. It's just, I'm sorry, you're saying that I'm summoning the devil whenever I use the Heimlich maneuver? When you're maneuver? doing the Heimlich maneuver. Or whenever when I take When you give somebody a CAT scan. When you go in and you ask a patient, how are you today, ma'am? You are summoning evil. You're summoning evil. Don't you understand, young man? Don't you hear my words, young man? I'm sorry, what was your name again? Deborah Morgan, Christian scientist. Okay, uh... Miss Miss Morgan, is that is that all right if I call you that? Deborah Morgan, Christian scientist. Okay, Deborah Morgan, Christian scientist. My name is uh, Dr. London Smith. Don't, don't say it. I don't want to hear it. This is Deborah, Doc podcast. Deborah outside was saying something really interesting about corrective lenses. Okay, what about corrective lenses? Go ahead, Deborah. When you're using the corrective lenses, when you put those on, it's as if. For the first time, you're seeing the skies opening. You're seeing an angel come down, and that angel says to you, young man, by wearing corrective lenses, instead of crying out, you've summoned the devil. You've got a demon inside of you now. Well, you keep saying that I summon the devil every time I use... Is it any piece of medical technology? Yes, young man, don't you understand? Well, you you keep asking if I understand as well, and I'm not... I think so, but this is why I'm clarifying. I'm asking a few clarifying questions to make sure that I understand. So you're asking, do I understand that I am summoning the devil every time I use, let's say, contact lenses or a blood pressure cuff? Hallelujah. She had a lot to say about insulin, too. have seen. His ears have heard. He understands. Okay, so... She said that... When diabetic, when diabetic people lose a foot, it's as a punishment for using insulin. Huh. Well, okay, for our listeners, uh, insulin actually would be protective against that. Tell um, that to the guy without a foot. Yeah, well, at that point, he has not taken his insulin would be, would be the issue. And well, so... Good. There's diabetic nephropathy... I'm oh, sorry, diabetic uh, vasculopathies... Um, different uh, nerve and blood vessel issues that can lead to the loss of a foot. It's actually a leading cause of amputations in the States, um, the diabetes. So uh, It's because they're not crying out. Yep. If they would be crying out, they would no longer have the diabetes. The insulin is filling them with the devil, filling them with demons. Well, and I, I don't think that that's the case. I Do, do you think that... Uh, you know the the I assume it's the the biblical text uh, that it says not to use any medicine, any I guess Western technology. Yes, Habakkuk three nine says, "Thou shalt never use insulin in thy body. Thou shalt never go in for a cat I'm sorry, scan." Did you say Thou shalt. Young man, you do not know. You do not understand. We're back. We're back to being blinded. We're back to being uh, an, an, an imbecile. We, I'm sorry. So I, I haven't heard of that specific text you were quoting. Hazakic, uh, is that right? 3-9. And it's... Thou shalt not use insulin in that body. And so it's, it's about... Thou it? shalt not get in the CAT scan machine. Is that in the Bible? Or is that... Hazakic 3-9. She okay. was she was reading a great verse outside 
about not using those Dr. Scholl's things you put in your shoes that are real squishy? Well, okay, I guess what, so these all sound like, you know, fairly recent uh, inventions and innovations. I don't think she was, she was saying it was in the Bible. Yeah, and I guess what I'm doing here is I might, I'm questioning that a little bit because I don't think that uh, that those those have only come up in the last you know century or or two. Uh, any of the especially the Doctor Scholl's thing that's been this information was given to me on a mountain. Don't you understand, young man? Well, okay, I didn't before. I I admit that I did not know that. I heard the thunder. I saw the lightning, and then I heard this voice. Calling, calling, calling from the forest. It was saying, Deborah. I responded. I said, Yes, I'm here. The voice said, Write down what I'm saying, Deborah. So I got out a sharpie, started writing it on my jeans said, Thou shalt not use insulin in thy bodies. Thou shalt not get a CAT scan. Thou shalt not ever, ever, ever go to the doctor if you have pneumonia. Okay, well, that's... This is just a small sampling of the many things that I heard while I was up on the mountain. Okay. Uh, and we have a lot to tackle there. I guess one of my basic questions would be, how did you come up with the name Hazakuk for a book of your Bible? I heard it, young man. Don't you understand? On the mountain. Oh, so he told you what to name the books. Yes. Chapters, introduction, preface, all of it. Okay. The well, maps that, in the back. The what? The maps. Oh, okay. Maps in the back as well. Okay. Um... That all does sound very uh, exciting. Uh, how long ago did this happen to you? Two weeks ago. Oh, wow. Okay. So two weeks ago, you went out on the mountain. You wrote out uh, a new biblical text on your jeans in Sharpie. And since then, because it has been, yeah, roughly that long that we've been having, I would say, these protesters. It's been you and then later... Very soon after, Cameron joined you outside protesting. Yeah. Yes, he understood. He's a young man who understands. Don't you understand, young man? If anyone says anything to me loud enough, I'm probably just going to agree. And the, to your to your credit, uh, Deborah Morgan, Christian scientist, uh, he you were quite loud outside. She's a lot louder than you. That's that's valid. Uh, I mean, I, we, we're talking into microphones, so I don't have to be as loud, whereas... Well... Uh, I talk into a megaphone. Right. Yep. I Not did. these microphones. Yep. I, I speak into a megaphone. I let my voice ring out, ring true on the streets. Right. So why are you, like, as opposed to protesting in front of, um, let's say, a hospital or a... I'm not sure. Like any of the other types of places. Why are you protesting outside of a uh, podcast recording? Because I still believe there is hope for you, young man. Don't you understand? I still believe there is hope for you. So it's specifically targeted at me? Yes. Okay. 
what uh what what do you see that needs to change in in this show or in me because we are always looking for feedback it's time for you to walk away walk away from what walk away from it all everything that's been summoning the devil okay which which burn your scrubs young man don't you understand well that doesn't seem to be okay because for one thing we're relatively new at this we haven't been around that long with uh, with these recordings. Um, maybe uh, maybe dropping it all isn't the answer, right? Like possibly um, we could learn from each other. Like maybe maybe there is something I can learn from you on this. Um, I, I think I'm gonna keep doing the Heimlich maneuver if someone's choking, uh, but and but, not give that person the chance to cry out. Well, they. You visit. could be standing in the way of someone's breakthrough, young man, and you wouldn't even know it because you've been summoning devils. Deborah says that the uh, Heimlich maneuver is the number one way people lose their feet in America. Okay, well that that is inaccurate, I think. Um, and w- one other note, specifically with the Heimlich maneuver, that blocks their ability to cry out because there is food lodged in. Uh, in the way where the air would travel. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. But that's... They can't physically cry out. That's why the the motion is both hands to the neck because uh, they can't say words while And that's choking. the problem, young man. People like you, doctors like you, believe. You don't understand that anything is possible. Anything can happen. Doesn't matter if they've got something lodged in their throat. They can cry out. Don't you understand, young man? And... <laughs> Okay, I, I, and I feel like I do, I am starting to understand my limitations here. Um, so whenever a person is choking, they can't make a sound. It is that whole... With faith like that, young man, they can't. Okay, uh, before two weeks ago... And since then, have you been doing anything else to raise raise awareness for your cause here? Day and night outside of the Jock Doc podcast, me and Cameron, we stand on egg crates and we tell everyone walking by that this man summons devils and to stay away. Okay. And before this, what did you do? Before two weeks ago? I groomed cats. Okay. So that's actually how we had initially met. Okay. So d- do you have a cat? No, I was just kind of wondering. You're wondering? No, wondering. Oh. I was just wondering like what what cat grooming is like? Yeah. And like this is in a chat room. Okay, what Or it's what, a Discord channel. And you were Is asking, that modern enough for you? Sure, I guess. Um, what? So you were chatting about. She said something about uh, about cat grooming, and you said, "I wonder." Tell about me that. everything. Yeah, tell me everything. And then you ended up just meeting up to talk about cat grooming. No, then like a day later, she said, "I got this word." Okay, so and I said, "I'm on board." So it's two and weeks. And so then I told her oh. where we were where we were recording. And then she said that's the problem or something to that effect. 
Well, first she said, I don't have the gas money to get over there. I said, here's a debit card. No one's well, specifically. Was it my debit card? It was a debit card. And then she came over here, and that was two weeks ago. Okay, so two weeks and a day ago, you met online in a Discord chat room talking about cat grooming. Uh-huh. The next day, she said she found out about this. Uh, th- she got this word about how medicine, it sounds like Western medicine in general, the very basics of it are wrong and are not only are wrong, but are summoning the devil. And you got right on board with that two weeks ago. And that's why you've been outside. Cause you've been, you've been out there, you set up a tent and this is, you live here. Yeah. But you've been setting up a tent outside protesting, egging the house. Yeah. Okay. What more do you want from me? Uh, it, to me, it seems a little bit unusual. Because... Doctor London. Okay, all right. Well, Medicine's puppet. Uh, that that is the vibe I've been getting here. Okay, well, um, well, thank you, uh, Deborah Morgan, Christian scientist, for dropping by. We appreciate it. Uh, do we have any other uh, sponsors today, or is this mostly a protest-heavy day? Yeah. Any any sponsors that we had initially had. I I told Deborah who our sponsors were, and she contacted them, and they have dropped out. Oh. Well, okay, well, uh, Deborah Morgan, Christian Scientists, if in the future you could maybe avoid doing that so much because uh, we are trying to educate people. Um, all right, thank you, Cameron, for, um, as always. Boo! Boo this podcast! Thank you, DJ Dylan and the host. <laughs> And uh, this has been, uh, my name is uh, Dr. London Smith.com. Thank you, Deborah Morgan, Christian Scientist, for coming by. Uh, do we have any listener mail today? Uh, we sure do, Dr. London. Okay, our first one Dr. London's home. Panel was disarmed. Uh, okay. The next one, Dr. London's home. The back door reported a pending alarm. Uh, well, when was that? Uh, 45 minutes ago. Okay, so I wasn't here yet. Um, Dr. London's home. The system was no longer armed. Please arm the system. Okay, so this doesn't sound like listener mail, but this does still sound concerning. Dr. London's home. The back window is broken. B- Dr. London's home, the security system has detected an entrance through the back window. Okay, so someone in the house? I don't... Uh, It doesn't say in the email. Do we have video footage or camera? Do we have something? Yeah, it says there's your back porch security cam. There's a sign that says Hazakak... 319 no take insulin never 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 no 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 okay so cameron did you or uh miss deborah morgan christian scientist did either of you in the midst of your protests very recently break into the house 
rather than using the door? Uh, I I don't. We did so much stuff. I don't know. Okay, because once, because you have like you can get in normal like the front door. I would have opened the door for you guys. You don't have to break in. Your guests on the show. Yeah. I don't know. It was kind of a whirlwind. We were just going. When you say just going, so you guys were just protesting outside. Things were just happening. I don't know. Because you, you things both- just started rolling, and then things were just going really crazy at a really fast pace, and we were just all like, you know. Well, because from when, whenever I would occasionally look out the window, you were just walking uh, in sort of a circle. Yeah. Holding a sign down with insulin and that and like that's all you did and occasionally you would stop to take a nap under the tree yeah and like such a bright day yeah and then try to so warm mm-hmm. well and then you would try to go to that possum down anyway it so whenever you say things were going it doesn't seem like that's i don't know man all right. Well, uh, okay. So no, any any feedback from the list because that sounded like security. Nothing. Uh, no listener feedback yet. Um. It says your car's been torched. Did it say when that happened? Uh. Right now. Like just like. Okay, because that's. Okay, well, I guess I got it. Go!